Welcome back, everyone, to part two of There Will Be Movie Reviews podcast. And today, it is part two of the Star Wars original trilogy. Now, let's begin. All right, so Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back was released in 1980, stars Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, Alec Guinness, Frank Oz as Yoda, Billy D. Williams, Anthony Daniels, Kenny Baker, Peter Mayhew, David Prowse as uh, the actor for Darth Vader, and James Earl Jones as the voice of Darth Vader. So this film was not directed by George Lucas. So this was directed by uh, Irvin Kirshner, I think is, that's how you pronounce it. I'm not sure if that's right, but, uh, and it was written by Lee Brackett, George Lucas, and Lawrence uh, Kadan. And this film won an Oscar for Best Sound and nominated for Best Art Direction and Best Original Score. So after the Rebels are brutally overpowered by the Empire on the ice planet Hoth, Luke Skywalker begins Jedi training with Yoda, while his friends are pursued, pursued by Darth Vader and a bounty hunter named Boba Fett all over the galaxy. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's begin Empire. So obviously, Empire is a much darker tone. It's probably the darkest of the three. It, mm-hmm. this, the film ends with, it, what I love about the film, it, it ends with Luke losing. He, he loses the battle against uh, the lightsaber fight against Darth Vader. And obviously it, it doesn't, it doesn't end well for him. It, you know, Han is in carbonate. You don't know what's yeah. going down with him and there's some great scenes in this and i would definitely want to talk about a uh, specific scene but we'll get that to there in a bit but you yeah. go ahead what were you gonna say yeah. oh well you know empire is uh I, it's funny I, I although it is one of the darker ones uh or the the darkest one of the, those three it's it may be my favorite i i, I don't know uh and I, I don't know if i could fully articulate why that why that is um, but there's something about the way the story advances um, in, during that the, the empire uh, mm-hmm. during empire that I don't know really suck really sucks me in. Um, not to mention the uh, just the the different planets they go on, like being on Hoth, the Hoth Ice Planet at, at the beginning and um, and sort of you know this new life that they're they're now with the rebellion and they're just sort of uh, were, uh, you know trying to get things back in order and then next thing you know there's this incredible battle with the Adat and like the, like there's, we saw new things that we hadn't seen before because we hadn't spent a lot of time on the ground apart from Tatooine in Star Wars. Yeah. And then when you get into uh, Empire, you're kind of back on the ground again. You're seeing what some of these planets look like, including including Hoth. And so now we've got uh, the, this this new machinery. We have that uh, that bounty hunter android that was looking for Luke that was so scary and cool. Um, and then, but the AT-AT was awesome. And I remember I was telling Janine that my wife this when I was watching this that. I remember like coming down um, on Christmas morning and there was a big AT-AT like right beside the tree. It was already out of the box. And oh, it was like, it was like this tall and this big, like it was big. And I remember like you could reach underneath it and pull the, like pull the trigger and the the guns would go choo, choo, and they would light up and like they would shoot. And I don't know. It was just oh, the so coolest, neat. coolest thing. And so, 
Um, but yeah, anyway, I really uh, like that. But in part, it's also where we, as you pointed out, where we get introduced to Yoda, Frank Oz. Yeah. Um, he was such an important character. And then the story goes down these two parallel lines where you've got Han and Leia and whatnot. And then you've got Luke, uh, who is really getting deep into the Jedi uh, training. But uh, I think that I watched Sloane again. She happened to be watching when Yoda f- popped up for the first time. And it took about two minutes before she went, he, that's my favorite person in this movie right there. <laughs> like, and I think that that was probably like the way it was for me. Like Yoda was so, I don't know. He was so cool because again, George Lucas flips on, on your head. Like what you, what you expect is not what you actually get. You don't expect that, oh. you know, you got to go meet and train with Yoda and it's this little guy and it just messes with your sort of concept of, um, you know, of what, you know, what, I don't know what strength is, what, what a legendary Jedi master would be. I don't know. It's just so, uh, it's so, it's so interesting, but with that, and that's all happening before we even get to the crazy action at the, at the end. Um, yeah, it's, uh, well, I don't remember the, what was the name of the city in the sky of Orlando? Uh, I can't remember. Um, Cloud City. Or... Oh, yeah, <laughs> Cloud City. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, all of um, all of that stuff. That was another interesting one. Like we see these civilizations or close to them on the ground, and there's this one. It's just floating up in the sky. I mean, like it's just who thinks of that? Who thinks that there's going to be a um, you know a whole civilization up in the up in the clouds there? It's just it's so cool. I know. Yeah, this film also uh, it, it not it started the the relationship between uh, Han and Leia, the their love hate. You know, Sam and Diane type uh Sam and Diane, that's a good one Sam and Diane um, well, it's like they you you can tell that they love each other even though they resent each other the entire time they they almost they're at each other's necks a lot of the time they're just the there but you can just it's so, so believable yeah that was you're right didn't they they kiss for the first time I think in this one mm-hmm. um but not before she kisses Luke which is pretty funny um remember she's <laughs> like He's getting all, they're just having their back and forth and cat and mouse thing. And then uh, she's, and she just leans in and plants a big one on, on Luke. And then Luke just like doesn't say a word. He just puts his hands behind his, behind his head and just sort of sits back and takes it all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so well done. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, another thing is the Imperial March theme song. It wasn't in A New Hope, but it started in, it's the first time in Empire really? Strikes Back. Yeah. And well, it's that, you know. oh, it's that awesome shot. It's like, it's so cool of just Darth Vader's helmet looking out. Uh, he's on the super, uh, super Star Destroyer. Um, wow. And he's just looking out. And it's this super, it's very, very symmetrical shot of him just looking out at the stars you know he, he's got this power you can tell he he's searching he's ser- he's trying so hard to find the skywalker luke skywalker yeah. and uh and it plays that theme and that theme is just so evil and sinister <laughs> and at the same time is so cool so badass and and yeah. i gotta hand it to john williams again with that great score man I, I had never, never thought about it, but like when you mentioned that, you know, the score by John Williams at the beginning of the podcast, it's like, I, I probably under, 
appreciate just what an impact that has on your overall impression of the movie and your experience of the movie because mm -hmm. the the soundtrack is so like those horns and everything like that he uses to um for to dramatic effect it's so complements the visual and everything else that's taking place like much more so than any spoken dialogue could achieve like in terms of a stirring emotion it's just it's amazing what uh, what they achieved with that oh you're, you're absolutely right and and that's the thing and i think yeah empire it also has a darker tone and the music is a darker tone with this too and the music you you can you have a sense it's a little bit different it's a little bit slower and that's what i love about the empire strikes back and i think uh, you're saying it's your favorite obviously i think it's my favorite too and i think for a lot of people it's their favorite out of the original trilogy don't mm -hmm. get me wrong both i i love with my heart so you know i i love the original yeah. trilogy so much but like empire i think it, it stands out for me and I, I i don't know what it is it might be the darkness it might be the fact that luke you, they you know it's not like something i noticed is like uh ben kenobi and yoda both are the entire time when they're training in uh you know looking out for luke they don't look and tell him you're doing he's he's the greatest jedi we've ever seen he's he's gonna he's incredible they're they're worried about him they're worried yeah, that he's right. gonna turn to the dark side and they right. and yoda is you know yoda's the entire time he's he's just anything that luke says he's just like no you're wrong you can't say that you know when he's like i'll no, try he, he goes he's shaking his yeah you know go ahead yeah yeah do or do not there is no try there is no try yeah, great yeah you're right he shakes his head a lot at luke during <laughs> during the training there's no like nice work man like it's yeah you're right it is always very like they're they're well mainly yoda i mean ben was more optimistic but yoda during those training scenes in empire was very um pessimistic about uh, Luke's ability to rein in his anger and his hate. And that's, of course, what we see that comes full circle once he's dealing with the Emperor and Jedi because the Emperor wants him to uh, to embrace that uh, that aspect mm -hmm. of his personality. But it's it sort of culminates when uh, they uh, when he's leaving uh, the Dagobah system um, and they're like, both Ben and uh, Obi-Wan and Yoda were like, don't go, like, don't, you can't, you can't go. Like, you're not ready yet. You're not finished your training. And he ignores them. He's like, does, he plays by his own rule. He's like, no, I'm, uh, I'm doing this. I'm uh, getting out of here and uh, they're my friends and I gotta go. And that's a similarity to his father that they're worried about. They're worried about yeah. him. And that, that also foreshadows, there's a lot of great foreshadowing for this film, and especially that one scene where he's in the Dagobah system and he goes into um, the little tunnel and, you know, Yoda yeah. tells him, you won't need your weapons, you won't, uh, we weapons will not, what does he say? He says something backwards, I don't know what it is. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he tells him, yeah, yeah, he tells him, you don't need your weapons, and he just does goes in anyway with this weapon, but it foreshadows not only that he may see himself turn into something evil he he right now he is going to become like he he's slowly morphing into say a sith lord and something some darkness but at the same time it's also as you know foreshadowing that his he is actually darth vader's son he is a re relative he is in a way he's he's a he yeah he is his father is darth vader 
So yeah. he sees himself that way too. That scene used to scare me when I was a little kid a little bit. Like it was the one I don't get scared too often during Star Wars when I was a kid, I remember, but I just remember that the way it was so slow motion and the way that he walks out, uh, like uh, where it's just kind of, I, I'm not sure that like they shoot it in a different way where it's kind of like, I don't know, it's not just slow motion, but he comes out with the music and all of a sudden you hear the breathing first and then he's there and the lightsaber is like, holy crap, he's that, uh, yeah, that was uh, just, I remember that being fairly like, oh, it's the scene he's going into the cave and, uh, and whatnot. But before I forget, I also think like, <sighs> Darth Vader scenes were so they did such a good job creating that villain um but one of my favorite scenes like that's dramatic where all of a sudden Darth Vader is there is in clouds in cloud city like when um the door opens when Lando's leading them and the door opens and Darth Vader sitting at the head of the of the banquet table and you just and you see Chewbacca just like Rawr! like just it's so cool. Yeah. It gives me I've got goosebumps like thinking about it. Like because um, they didn't like they haven't really been face to face with Vader uh, yet, but you know who Vader is, right? Yeah. And so and Chewbacca just like raw screams out and like Han goes whoosh, goes for it and like just tries to blast him out and then they just put it all to rest. Like he just boom 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 pulls the gun out of his hand and like. You know, I'd like you to join me, kind of thing. But I just oh he, yeah, he he says the he says the humble line. He goes, "We would be honored if you would join us." Join yeah. us, oh yeah, it's so. I just I love it because it just um, it's like what would what would Chewbacca or Han Solo do if all of a sudden they were face to face with Darth Vader? Well, there you go, there it is, right there. Like Chewbacca looked like he was getting ready to pounce and rip his head off, and and Han grabs his his. Uh, um he's gone and yeah i don't know i just i just love those vader scenes they're just sort of uh, vader i notice in um a new hope vader is almost he's like grand moff tarkin tarkin that's a character we didn't really touch on and uh, we're talking about a new hope but like he grand moff tarkin kind of has almost command of him you know he, he darth vader is just this uh angry sith lord that kind of does whatever he says at times you know he, he like he goes, Vader, release him. And he goes, as you wish. And then, like, just, right. and you can, you kind of tell some uh, superiority um, that Grandma Tarkin has over Darth Vader in that. And then this, Darth Vader, he's alone. Yeah. You know, characters are gone. Obviously, the Death Star is blown up. So, yeah, maybe the Empire isn't as strong, but at the same time, it's just slowly getting bigger and bigger again. And, and that's what's so terrifying about it uh empire strikes back and it, it's just a it's a perfect build-up for the fight the next film too and that's what i love about it and it, also the finals the final lightsaber scene because in a new hope also has a lightsaber fight but it's it's very slow it's not that uh, yeah go ahead sorry i'll let you finish your no, no no you go ahead no i well, was curious i just think like that yeah that scene I think that might be uh, like when I, I was, I couldn't think of earlier why maybe Empire was my favorite. And I don't know if I've ever even thought about it, but I really do think it is. There's something about it that is, makes it more intriguing slightly than the other two. Again, without mm. you know, saying anything bad about the other two, there's something about it. And I think it maybe is based a lot on that last, that, that last portion. I mean, obviously the, the most famous, the fullest famous line in movies, maybe, arguably, 
uh, like Luke, I am your father. Like, I mean, it's it's. Uh, you, you did the you did the mistake though. It's, I did. It's no, not Luke. I'm your father. I, I am father. your father. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. Like, everyone does pretty, it. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, it's like yeah, it's it's it's. I think people put the Luke in front of it just to make sure you know what they're talking about. It's like, but I think if you if you just said I'm. <laughs> I'm going to know what you're talking about if you uh, yeah. you say that. But I think that that, um, that realization um, in combination with the, like, oh, he's facing certain death and he still somehow gets on there and he's hanging off the bottom of the building, of the, you know, the antenna. And uh, I don't know. There's just, it's so dramatic and so... Yeah, just so epic, uh, that whole realization. I mean, it's such a crazy twist, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I think yeah. maybe that's part of what makes it so special. And I, I, I want to touch up on this one scene. It, it, the, the fight, obviously, is so good, too. And you can see Darth Vader is very much defeating, defeating him. And it's almost like a horror scene because there's no other characters around. There's no stormtroopers. It's the two of them in this dark little place and there's times when luke has no idea where um darth vader is and darth vader doesn't know where luke is and and you're just trying to figure out where to go and there's these so such you're right neat little art direction and set design that's oh perfectly... the sets in there were so unbelievable yeah but it's also the first time we see any weakness of darth vader right uh, like in other words it's the first time where we see him take a step back and be like oh like you know because luke had some moves right and he, mm -hmm. and he was kind of whether or not he was humoring him or not, there were mo like at least a moment or two where he's like, oh, Obi-Wan has taught you well, like uh, already, right? So I like, think that he says that line probably a few times in the thrill. He's like, he's, I don't know what he says, but he goes like, but I am the master or something like that. And so he misses one of those lines. And again, yeah, at the same time, Darth Vader's got some, he's got some words of wisdom. Like he's like convincing like Luke at the same time. He's like trying to get him. He's just like, he's toying with them at the same time a little bit i noticed but he does have yeah. moves though too he does luke, luke does have abilities and skills and there's oh. this but oh, it's like this one great piece of cinematography in this film that i can't get over that my dad mentioned to me was when you see luke he's below him on the steps and darth vader's above and luke it's it. They're all dark, but you just see the lightsaber, the blue lightsaber, come up, mm -hmm. and then, and, oh, I'm like, I, I'm like yeah. getting goosebumps. And then you see uh, Darth Vader's lightsaber, and you just can tell that Darth Vader has so much more power because it's so calm. It's yeah. just, it's very slight, and it just goes, boom, like yeah. that. Whereas Luke's a little bit shaky. He's a little yeah. bit like he's a little like a bit more like he's steady and a little bit more nervous you can tell but you just yeah. see it just the lightsaber just go out of nowhere and it's that <laughs> great shot that's just you, you can tell you can tell you're like whoa he's in trouble here he could be luke could be in some he's in a, a, in for a fight yeah that's that's actually that's a good point it's those little things that uh, that you know really draw you in and, and just sort of get glue you to the screen but the lightsaber itself is also like a you talk about creativity, like as the ultimate weapon. Like, ha there's so many little details. Cool. Okay, we're gonna have these guys. They're gonna be called Jedi's, and then their their uh, weapon of choice is gonna be this. I don't even know. It's a type of sword, but it's actually not. It's like a laser type of sword, and it's capable. I don't know. It's just so cool. Yeah. 
the whole concept of the lightsaber alone. And uh, I definitely had a couple of those toy ones, you know, where you, you just sort of go and it goes and it goes it extends out because it's like yeah. you know, it's just mentally totally. to do that but <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah it was like super cool the uh yeah the lightsabers oh totally yeah, yeah. And, and that's the thing it's in about empire again you can tell it's not it's not a happy ending really it's not you're left unknown about han and he has that great line also uh like um, where Leia goes, I love you. She tells him, <laughs> and then Han just goes, I know. And I know. apparently improvised. I heard about that, but also I, I also heard that um, Harrison Ford just he mentioned it to the director, uh, Irvin uh, Kirshner. He said, I think we should add that in. I think he just should just say, I know. And the reason was was because he was worried about because the line was originally he's just like uh remember that and then he's like i remember that because i'll i'll be back soon or something like that or i'll be back i'll, I'll be back to see you and harrison ford didn't really want to come back he thought his character was done he thought his his development oh, was done yeah so he says, he thought of saying i know and that's know. that's how that famous Which line it's funny because they bring that line back in jedi right so yeah they do yeah yeah because um Leia says, "Yeah, Leia, it reverses." Uh, but uh, yeah, that's, mm -hmm. uh, that whole scene because I was such a Han fan too. Like Han was Han was my favorite is my favorite character in Star Wars. I think that's fairly safe to say that he's the one I love the most. And uh, yeah, that whole scene was just crazy. I, maybe that's another thing that makes it Empire so special is just it plays with your emotions. Um, perhaps the most of the three. I don't know, but uh, mm -hmm. definitely when you when you love a character like Han Solo and he gets frozen in carbonite, then that's gonna, um, yeah, that was pretty dramatic for me. But uh, probably part of what made me, you know, just you know, suck me to love the movie. Yeah. So, any other uh, things to say about Empire? Well, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, the only other thing I would say about that is like you know, is the, it's, it's funny when I think about what my kids, uh, what we let my kids watch and what, what we don't, like getting, there was kind of some, some gory stuff in that, uh, in that movie, you know, like when they slice open the, um, what's it, the Tauntaun, the, uh, Tauntaun. when they sli slice open the Tauntaun, all the fat comes out, they cut the arm off the, off the, uh, the Yeti or whatever the hell that thing was in the cave. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. And, uh, and then like get Luke gets his, his arm cut off and stuff like that. Like there was, um, it's, it's funny. It, 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 like I Sloan again was watching with me. She's six years old and like, mm -hmm. you know, we talked oh, it's just a movie and it's okay. He's not going to die and um, all this stuff. But um, yeah, I think true, that was true. a pretty dramatic, they're true, pretty dramatic scene, but they help you get over it pretty quick. And he has a brand new bionic <laughs> and like two scenes later. So it's um, like, it's, it's but, perfect. Yeah, just the, but yeah, the M Empire, uh, obviously at, at the very end, you realize like, wow, a lot just happened here and we're going to need some resolution. And, uh, and uh, maybe that's another thing I like about it is it just leaves you wanting more. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, so true. Um, I was going to mention one more thing about um, Empire and it was, <laughs> it was about um, the hilarious, almost very dramatic acting of Mark Hamill and when he finds out his father uh, is Darth Vader and he goes, oh. that's not true. 
That's yeah. impossible. <laughs> no, who is uh that's what I mean. That's another example where I'm like, is Mark Hamill a good actor or not? I'm not entirely clear. Like if that was uh but well yeah. but he sold me on it. I mean again, I was mm-hmm. I was like six when I saw that. So the first Still, time yeah. I watched that a thousand times. And so um, you know, I was not judging um his acting chops in that regard but yeah it's pretty pretty dramatic it really sent really sent luke for uh for a loop there didn't it <laughs> i know it's like i'll never join you <laughs> obi-wan yeah. told me you killed him <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is this is yeah there's some good yeah, uh, it, was, it was great but yeah all right so some Even fun facts stuff, yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Carrie Fisher stood on a box for many of her scenes with Harrison Ford in order to make up for the height difference and have her appear in the frame with him. Carrie Fisher was five foot one at the time and was almost a foot shorter than Harrison Ford at si- Harrison Ford at six feet tall. So yeah, I didn't know that. Oh, there yeah. are some scenes where man, she looks tiny, especially when she's next to Chewbacca, but everybody looks as small next to him. So yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, Excuse me. Um, having Han Solo frozen in carbonate was at least uh, in part due to the fact that they were not sure if Harrison Ford would return for the third movie when Star Wars Episode uh, Four: A New Hope was made. Uh, Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill were signed for a three-movie deal, but Harrison Ford refused. Uh, Ford even requested George Lucas to kill off Solo since the character had played his part already, but Lucas <laughs> refused, saying that he still had a heroic part for Han Solo. Uh, to play in Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Like, was Han Solo that, I mean, was Harrison Ford that established as an actor that he, at that time, that, I don't know, it just seems like... At, at that time? No. Okay, well, if, if, um, I'm trying to think, if Empire came out in 1980, then I don't even think they might have even started filming for Indiana Jones, because Indiana Jones in the, or, um, Raiders has hadn't even came out yet, so yeah, that's a good point. Or maybe he, yeah, maybe he, maybe he was just tired of it. Like, okay, that's enough, enough of that. I don't know, but it just seems interesting for somebody so early in their career to be mm-hmm. making decisions like that. But who knows? Who knows what we don't know? The sound of Darth Vader's meditation chamber opening is reportedly a uh, reportedly a recording of a whole block of Alcatraz cell doors slamming shut. Oh, really? That was another thing that spooked me in uh, Empire was like seeing the back of the back Darth Vader's head. head that yeah. like stuck with me. I don't know about you, like that stuck with oh, me. Yeah. Just like seeing that, it was just like, I wonder what his face looks like. I'm like, oh, it's totally. like, it's like, uh, like what is he doing? Like, and then and you can see um, his name's Admiral Piet. I think Piet. I think that's the guy that gets in charge after he force chokes one of the dudes. Um, and he's just like, he's like, like swallowing. He's just like, he's trying to look away and he's nervous and he's like a little bit like uncomfortable in that area. And he's, you can just tell he like, Oof, that's, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm scared. Yeah. And yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah, totally. But all right, let's begin with Return of the Jedi. So released 1983 stars again, Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, Alec Guinness, Frank Oz, Billy D. Williams, Anthony Daniels, Kenny Baker, Ian McDermott, Peter Mayhew, David Prowse, 
and James Earl Jones, directed by Richard Marquand, written by George Lucas and Lawrence Kadan, nominated for Best Sound Effects, Art Direction, Best Sound Mixing, and Original Score. Mm -hmm. All right, so after a daring mission to rescue Han Solo from Jabba the Hutt, the Rebels dispatched to the rebels dispatch to Endor to destroy the second Death Star. Meanwhile, Luke struggles to help Darth Vader back from the dark side without falling into the Emperor's trap. Mm. So good. Yeah, <laughs> so good. Now, uh, this is the one that I did actually see in the theaters when it came out. So I was old, old enough. So you said it came out in 83, you said? Yep. Okay, so I would have been five or six. Um, I turned six that year. So um but yeah i had to it was your mom actually who reminded me because she was with us as well i guess it was like a a day a family day we went to we were down in toronto and we saw uh went to ice capades or there's smurf capades it was like smurfs on ice <laughs> um and then afterwards uh um your, your grandpa said uh you know oh, i think we have enough time for a movie why don't we go like check it out and raider and return of the jedi uh, happened to be in theaters at that time. So I got to see that on the big screen uh, when it first came out. And uh, I remember the the very first, um, you know, one of the, the early things that 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 really stuck out uh, to me on that before even getting to the opening action in Jabba's Lair, but um, was the first time we see Luke and like, you get this impression like he's I don't know. He's so put together. He's all in black and he's just like, oh, wow. Like he looks badass now. Although I didn't he's realize developed a lot, yeah. he hadn't. Yeah. But he had, still hadn't technically finished his training because they re referenced him going back to Yoda and he goes back to Yoda later on. Um, mm -hmm. but, but at the same time, you know, like he's, yeah, he's developed and it's, it's all, he's really well put together. He just seems like so, um, so kind of intimidating and, and yeah. badass, but he's uh, much more calm and yeah, as a, yeah, in relaxed. Whereas in the beginning, in A New Hope and Empire, he's a little more rough and angry and gets frustrated easily. Um, yeah. Whereas now he's very, very calm, a calm Jedi, just you know, asks you know, yeah. politely for kid like he was before, you know, huh? He's not so much a kid like he was, before. yeah. It'd be interesting to know what Mark Hamill's ages were when he did A New Hope and then Return of the Jedi. Uh, but obviously six years, six or seven years passed between, you know, in terms of the actual production. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, maybe formative years, but he definitely looks a little bit older in Return of the Jedi. But another great, uh, again, another great scene, another great um, set in terms of how the movie opens with Jabba. That that whole thing goes on a, a while. I remember um, when I was watching these movies for this podcast, I finished Empire, and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to watch the beginning of Return. Like, I was going to watch it the next day, but I was like, I'm going to watch the beginning of Return of the Jedi, just that opening Jabba scene. And then I'm like, it actually goes on for a while. By the time they get to the pit and uh, like that all plays out. But like by the time Jabba's ship's actually exploding, like you gotta be at least 30 minutes into the movie maybe because yeah. a lot happens at Jabba's uh, in the beginning of the movie. I know, because I, I noticed, uh, you know, they kind of tend to follow a formula where they, they, they're going from planet to planet and going from different area to different area, uh, you know, say Tatooine to the Death Star, um, to the rebel base where they're hiding, to Hoth, um, to Endor, to Cloud City, and then we're you know, going back from Tatooine, Jabba's Palace to Endor. Um, yeah. yeah, 
And so, uh, sorry, I meant to say Dagobah and Empire. But, um, um, but yeah, they they totally. But they, this one, yeah, it does follow um, a very long, thought out plan to get Han. I notice it's kind of funny how they have they get C three PO and R two to go to Java, then they get Leia and Chewbacca to go get Java, and then yeah. they have Luke. Yeah, uh, and they go to, and then they have Luke there, and they go in three different at three different times, three different paces. But next thing uh, you know, the whole yeah, the whole party's there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. um, yeah, the yeah. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, no, 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 go. Yeah, you go. Well, no, I was just thinking about Leia. Leia. I, I mean, um, <laughs> I think for a lot of guys, like a lot of young, uh, a lot of young young boys around that time. Leia in the outfit that Jabba threw her in was, uh, I think, a lot of a lot of boys. The golden bikini. Yeah. Yes, I think I think she was a, a lot of boys' first crush, uh, and I think that scene had a lot to do <laughs> with that. I mean, she looked pretty good in that uh, in that outfit, uh, but I think uh, yeah, a lot of guys loved Carrie Fisher and Princess Princess Leia, and I, I think a lot of it had to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, uh apparently like she hated because the idea is there's no bras in space have you heard that from george lucas before he he makes a statement he's made a statement saying how oh. there's no bras in space so she would have to duct tape to her nipples <laughs> while she was wearing like her outfit because oh, they can't like uh, it, it's yeah well that's so try and keep it PG or whatever, but like, yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, and I know, and so then she hated, then she had the outfit, so there was a ton. I apparently there was like a ton of like continuity and things they had to edit out because there'd be um costume like mishaps and because like oh, everything's yeah. all over the place. It's a very skimpy outfit, I'll tell you. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Was, no but, problem with it yeah but like <laughs> no but i think that apart from that you know the impact of that on, on many young kids uh but also the first time you see han like where the camera goes and you see han back there it's so surreal right because mm -hmm. you know that he's just like on display but he it looks exactly the same obviously as he did when we last saw him it's uh it's pretty dramatic that very it is dramatic yeah and and, he, and even i just realized even the even Lando Calrissian's there too. He's like, yeah, Lando's I, there, you know, redeeming himself still. Everybody, like, yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> Lando's a good character too. I I, I enjoy Lando. Lando is a good, good character. I like him. I was going to ask you. Uh, uh, look at this. My shirt. My shirt got all ripped tonight. Look at that. It's not uh, well. Fortunately, it's most people are watching this uh, or listening to this, so not that <laughs> see that. But um, yeah. So I was going to ask you though. Um, did you watch? Um, uh, Mandalorian, the Mandalorian. Yeah, I did watch Mandalorian. Yes. So, do we? So, do we witness uh, Boba Fett? Like, do we witness it? We witness him dying in Return of the Jedi, right? Supposedly. Supposedly. What the? Everybody like has fan theories, and there's books and uh, graphic novels about how he survived after and how um, Boba Fett has survived. And I think what they did for the Mandalorian, they just is for the fans. I think it's, it's, um, what's the word? Um, 
I forget what it is. Um, but it, yeah, it was for the fans, obviously. It's okay. That's the whole reason for. But it was still pretty cool to see Boba Fett back again. It, it was, was a little confusing, but it, it, like I was, I was like, wow, I was surprised they added him in. But it was still pretty neat to see him, and it's the actor. Um, forget his name, but he was in. He did all of Thrones. You're talking yeah, about the new is. one or the old one? Uh, yeah, the, the new one. Yeah. Yeah, he was the guy that he, he was in. I think he was in Game of Thrones. Um, I can't remember his, his name. Pedro Pascal plays the Mandalorian, but the guy who plays um, Boba Fett in the Mandalorian, I'm not sure his name. He's a New Zealand guy. I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, but he's such a cool character. I mean, that was one of the, the action figures you really wanted was the Boba Fett action figure. Like, he was super cool and very mysterious and, and whatnot. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, he yeah, has a yeah. that if he yeah if we witnessed him dying. He he has a pretty like an honorable death though. That's the thing. He yeah. literally it's literally <laughs> it is Han just going Boba Fett, Boba Fett where he like, yeah. just hits him with like some uh, staff and he and his jetpack and he falls into the. I know it's kind of like really that's how yeah. he dies. I mean that seems uh, unceremonious is right, but uh, anyway. <laughs> I know, yeah, totally. And they suddenly go to, and that that whole scene's very, very long. And you see, he's constructed the new lightsaber, the green lightsaber, and that's awesome. Yeah, and, and yeah, which cool. Darth Vader calls out later. You know that uh, he sort of points it out. He's like, oh, let's see. Well, I guess he had to get a new lightsaber. I mean, the you know Darth cut his arm off and went yeah. on the. I know, yeah. But, but yeah, that was, he was, he's so badass and confident in that scene. It was so cool to watch. And these guys, I mean, these aren't, these aren't, you know, these are kind of mid-level, mid to low level, like bad guys. Like they're pretty easily dispensed with compared to like Darth Vader was the last person that we saw Luke fight. And now he's just fighting these kind of like, you know, morons and not morons, but they're just like, you know, they're, they're just like pirates, pirates. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, exactly. And so it's fun to see him kick some serious, serious butt. Okay, question for you, though, as well, because I wanted to ask you this. When we talk about CGI, in that scene with the pit, um, I I do not remember it having uh, like a like this, you know, and when I rewatched it, it had this like flower thing, like the mouth that came out of the pit and was trying to, was looking around and trying to grab people. But in the original, I am sure that was not there. Like not, it was no, just, no, 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 no. you are, you're right about that. That is all CGI. Okay. George Lucas. I, was, I wasn't sure if I was going crazy or not, but yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I know. Because, it, it is added CGI. And also, there's another dance sequence that's added into it, too, for some reason, with the bad CGI. Like, that fish lady with the long mouth where she's singing. Like, yeah. that, that is added, too, for some yeah. reason. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's part it makes of me thing. mad. It's, yeah. like, so stupid and <laughs> useless. It, it's it's so un, unnecessary. It does nothing for the it's, plot. Yeah, doesn't, that's what I thought. It doesn't do anything. And yeah. uh, like I even thought it just doesn't yeah it also doesn't look good with it too like the CGI doesn't look good compared to like when you add like again like with Jabba the Hutt it didn't look that good Jabba CGI Jabba wasn't CGI like, Jabba was not should not have been there like yeah. the, the real 
the Java that you meet in in return was that should be the first time you meet Java. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's really hard to understand some of those decisions, but even the mouth that comes out of the pit, the whole idea with the pit is you go into that pit and you get slowly digested for thousands of years. It's like, okay, wait, are you, are you supposed to go into the mouth of that thing that came out of it? Or are you supposed to go into the pit? Like, cause like the, it's coming out of the pit. So it just, it doesn't make sense. And I'm like, I, I just, was it like, Oh, you always wanted to have that George, but you didn't have the technology to make that. And so now you do. And so you added it in. I, I don't yeah. understand that. Whatever. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Is what it is. <laughs> but yeah. So this is also the film where you get to see uh, Darth Sidious or em the emperor. Uh, right. I guess they call him in that. They, they don't call him Darth Sidious or uh, uh, Emperor Palpatine. They just call him the Emperor in this. You finally get to see him in his full form instead of in a like a little gra or um, hologram uh, like you do in the uh, Empire. Yeah, and I think that's pretty. I always thought that was uh, he was pretty scary. He's a, he's a one of the best villains of all time. I mean, like, how do you get more evil than the Emperor? <laughs> I know, he's, well, like, you're used to Darth Vader, and then he's, he finds a way to be even worse than Darth Vader. Like, he's yeah. just... Well, I, I was th thinking about that, too, that, the, again, the creativity and, like, how you, how do you make him, his power, even more grandiose than, you know, what Vader can do. It's like, oh, well, here's something. You can shoot lightning out of your fingertips. How about that? <laughs> like, it's just so cool. Like, such a cool thought and, like, power to give to, to somebody. But I know I'm jumping ahead, like, in the movie quite far. But, um, but yeah, it's uh, the, the opportunity to start to, to see that, that character was <laughs> pretty dramatic, obviously. A pretty dramatic part of uh, Jedi. It is, yeah. It's this is the film where you almost start to see Luke fall for the dark side. He's he's when he he's slowly and there's a little thing I notice, and that's this is what I love about the original trilogy, is I I, I didn't notice this. I, I I heard I saw this online somewhere, but I thought it was it's it's so interesting of how you look at Luke's outfits. They slowly get darker and darker. So, A New Hope, he's wearing a white outfit. Empire gray he's got the gray outfit and then return of the jedi he's got a black mm. outfit and yeah. at the end of the scene you see how there's a little flap in uh luke skywalker uh's black outfit it folds open and it's like a white and that's him finally coming out of that shell wow. and bringing back to the light really yeah okay and it, that's cool you know, it is cool yeah i mean it, it there's you know, it could be far fetched a little bit, but it, it seems it seems realistic, and it, it feels like it could happen because that's the whole idea. He's kind of you can tell Empire. You, you you get a sense, you know, he does have Sith. Like there's a Sith in his family. Obviously, there's a Sith yeah. Lord, Darth Vader, in his family, and he's yeah. almost about to kill Darth Vader and turn to the dark side. But then he says, and then he realizes what he's what he's done. And then it, the flap comes open. You see the light, you know, yeah. the lightness of the Jedi. Yeah. And that's the whole idea of that and of him finally realizing, you know, I'll, I'll never join you and I'll never, I'll never turn to the dark side. And yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that battle, it, it's, it's funny. It goes back and forth quite a bit. He gets really angry and then he's like, no, I puts his lightsaber away. And then he gets angry again and he puts his lightsaber away. He's like, no, I'll never turn. Um, until <laughs> until the crescendo at the end when not the crescendo but the climax at the end when 
the emperor says so be it and like then they cut the scene they cut scene they go back to the battle and you're like what does so be it mean does that mean he's like giving up and he's gonna go back home or something then he comes back and right to the emperor like i don't know maybe five minutes later he's like if you will not join us then you will die and uh then he, he's sort of well paraphrasing but then uh he does his thing yeah i know yeah and luke is when he meets yoda because yoda kind of confirms that he is related to um He's related to Leia and Darth Vader. You know, he has a twin sister. I guess Obi-Wan kind of confirms more that Leia's his sister, and he realizes. And But um, Yoda has a realization that... Um, uh, he was saying that to fully become a Jedi Knight, he needs to defeat Vader. And when he, I think he means that is he can either... Or he, he can either defeat and kill Vader and turn to the dark side, or he can, when he means defeat Vader, he can change him back into being, um, stop being Darth Vader and being, and change him back to the light instead. You know? Yeah, maybe, eh? Yeah, like, maybe that's what he, yeah, what he, what he meant by that. I always wondered, like, how, like, does everybody that becomes a Jedi have their own um, sort of, tests that they have to like because you know like why is that what's going on that i you know like that, that was, was that was my thing it was just like why is i think it's just like he's he because if he it's not it's more him becoming good because right now yoda still doesn't know if he can be a full jedi if he can be good and turn and not turn to the sith lord and if he's able to um conquer and turn vader back to the light then he will be a full jedi and then he will instead of being um i, I don't think it's necessarily him like completing training it's more just him finally being over that idea of him turning into the uh and in, turning into a sith instead you know? right that's right. what i th i think it's yeah that's a good that's a good interpretation of uh of that yeah i think that makes i think that makes a lot of sense um yeah, it's an interesting one. They they reintroduce the, the concept of the Death Star again in, in Jedi. Yeah. I think that uh, that you know some people might say, oh, is that you know is that lazy writing or is like oh, the big threat is another Death Star? Like they already did that in in New, in A New Hope, but this thing was uh, intent. I think the real the 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 sort of curveball of the the whole thing was well first of all it's more powerful than the original Death Star so what's more grandiose than the Death Star well something that's bigger and more powerful but the big again the big curve was the fact that you know they had all this intel and all these plans and they were going to go um, destroy it and then they find out that it's actually still it's already fully operational like you know and they it was just yeah, all of a sudden, crazy when you when you find out that the emperor had actually planned all of this. Like it was all according to his prophecies, and his planning was to bring you guys in and to get Luke there and to wipe out everybody else and just sort of feed them false information. It was really sort of clever how it all sort of came came together there. Uh, you know, towards the end of the film. Yeah, totally. I I, I love the ending of the film too. It's there's a big climax with yeah i love uh lando going into the into the belly of the death star and oh, yeah. that scene's great that scene is so much fun and it's it so is. 
the visual effects for that. It's got to be, I can't imagine what it was like as a kid being able to see that. You've, you've probably never seen anything like that except for the past no. Star Wars films. Or no. like even if you did see like a past Star Wars film before then or whatever it was. But like, mm. I, can't, I can't imagine that that would just be so insane because oh, obviously yeah. now I'm used to like the visual effects today and they're they're great and so seeing that might be not as as incredible or mesmerizing as it as it would have been uh well what 40 years ago so mm -hmm. that's yeah. a, i can't, I agree. I can't imagine, yeah. yeah well i think that um like that the scene where they're trying to outrace the fire when they get it after they've already um they've already sort of blasted the 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 core and now they're they're trying to outrace the explosion and you're just yeah. like so on even though you've seen it a million times you're so on pins and needles you're like go 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 and then the flame spits out of the portal and the falcon and millennium falcon is like a split second later just comes out of the flames it's just yeah. like oh, man that is good movie making that's so awesome <laughs> oh, totally, yeah yeah no i really yeah yeah i really like that and then you know, one thing we haven't really uh, touched on is the it, much is the uh, is is Endor and and the Ewoks because I I remember when I was a kid, obviously the the Ewoks were pretty special to me and like I was like oh they're so they're cute and they're kind of fun little element. Um, but it's so weird because I thought of that as as a kid and then I hated as an adult I hated Jar Jar Binks in The Phantom Menace and so but part of me wonders if that was and, I, and that guy I was told that that guy that played Jar Jar Binks was like suicidal for years like because of the the backlash against oh, him God. but but I but I think I wonder as much as I hated Jar Jar Binks as an adult when I when that came out I'm like maybe that, that that's like for the it's for the kids and it's like the modern Ewok, right? Like the Ewok was to it was some was fun and like kind of goofy and stuff. But uh, yeah, no, no, I still hate Jar Jar Binks. Forget it. I forget that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but well, I, I really like the uh, the scenes on Endor were really super cool and the those oh, yeah. bikes and uh, the speed and, racers or whatever. Oh, yeah, so awesome and. Uh, yeah, I, I really like that that part of the. It's just another creative twist in the story, and, and new characters, new technology, new things that you haven't seen. I thought it was really cool. Oh, totally. Yeah, I I know exactly what you mean. It, it it's they used they went to the redwoods. I think it's in uh, California to. Yeah, to, that's what it looks like. Yeah, and, and like. it's pretty it's pretty neat, and it's funny how, you know, um, George Lucas is able to find these places all around just our earth and but like create it and make it seem like it's some planet like yeah. that's like crazy you know tatooine it's just this desert planet that is so believable and endor it's just covered in forest and it's so cool to see right i uh, love yeah. it yeah i agree yeah totally and obviously the end of this film he they defeat the empire and there's added cgi there's a scene where they have like show all the different planets uh, yeah like celebrating that was added. Too. Yeah, yeah they had this huge city that was like a fireworks going off and like that was that's not original like the only thing that we saw was the party on endor like that also was... yeah even the, even the song in the party vendor they changed it it's usually like the dub dub i'm trying to think that 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 one yeah but they changed it to like some other one and I, I don't know. I don't know. 
Yeah, like why? I guess the question is, is why? Like why change it? Like what's the? Are you trying to freshen it up? Is it like a? I know it, it, these films should be untouchable. Like I mean, obviously it's George Lucas doing it, so it's not like some. If it was some other dude, it would be like even worse. It would be like everyone would be like, "What are you doing? Like get out of here!" But since it's George Lucas, obviously you're like, "All right, well it's his. It's he can do whatever he wants. It's his stuff, so you can't really do anything about it." But yeah the thing yeah. it's just it's i don't know <laughs> I, it's, I too, it's too bad but don't want to yeah. get too angry over it. yeah well i think that it only the only reason i don't maybe i don't like it is it 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 just it uh, jars me out of my um fantasy like i'm i'm watching it all of a sudden i see something that's unfamiliar and it it, it, it mm-hmm. takes me back into reality for a minute which i don't really like like i want to stay in the fantasy so i think that Maybe that's what I don't, it's not that it's so offensive that there's a city there. It's just like, hey, you know, I'm like in fantasy land here and that you're throwing new things at me that I'm not used to. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, you also might assume that like somebody like me won't even like notice it because I would, kids now are going to be used to that one. Like they're going to be used to like the added CGI. And yeah. I originally, because I, I was perfect age, like I, I watched these on vhs so i got the perfect i got the original i got the one no added footage i got <laughs> there's also other things they took eyebrows they they cgi'd the eyebrows off of um uh anakin skywalker at, or um after, it was in the after he gets his mask taken off so oh. he had eyebrows uh he had black eyebrows and so i guess um what's it yes. yeah, george lucas decided to cgi them off <laughs> that's so funny anyway well i guess hey it's his yeah. it's his baby i guess he uh you know we can't uh, can't get too mad with him he gave it all to us yeah he did he did totally but i think that's anything else to say about return of the jedi um yeah uh no except it was a very long wait to the next one and uh, obviously that's probably for another another time uh, yeah but uh yeah for me um for me again this the story of star wars in a lot of ways begins and ends with uh, a new hope and return of the jedi i mean that's just everything else is kind of derivative and not not derivative but it's just it's just extras and other stuff not to say that i don't like a lot of the other movies uh but for me star wars will always be um defined by those three those three films and uh i think that i'll, I'll probably when I more formally uh, bring these back to my kids, I think I'll have them start with those um, as opposed to watching them chronologically, I think, uh, or sorry, in order, yeah, chronologically in order of the story, I'll have them watch them in order of production. So that's a good idea. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I would recommend that. I would definitely do that instead because that's, that's the one you grew up with and you want, exactly. You want them to grow up with those. That's the, it's always the debate, right? It's like, yeah. which, what order do you which how do you watch them and i'm like there's and i know there's arguments for both ways but uh yeah i, I think that uh you know just like marvel you can watch them in production or chronologically like i star wars you can do the same but uh yeah i think uh we'll, we'll start with those and one day we'll let we'll let them eat jar jar we'll see all right <laughs> sounds good all right guys thank you so much for listening this was a blast i had I don't know about you, Robbie, but I've had a great time talking about hey, man, Star Wars. A lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, right. totally. It was great. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. No problem. But all right. So you guys can uh, subscribe to me on YouTube, uh, TikTok, uh, Instagram, 
I'm everywhere right now. So, and also you can listen to my podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcast, uh, Google Podcast, Amazon Music. If you're on Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review. Uh, and if you want to email me, uh, I'm at the same name. There will be movie reviews at gmail.com uh, for recommendations or tips, whatever you want. Any Anything you need, I'm here. So, um, but yeah, I think that pretty much sums it up. Thanks so much, Uncle Ravi, for coming on the show. Hey, thanks for letting me uh, have this uh, this trip again down memory lane with one of my favorite all time. It was uh, I appreciate it. Sounds good to me. Yeah, I know it was a lot of fun. It, we'll definitely have to do maybe the prequels. We'll talk about Charger, and we'll do that. But... <laughs> okay. All right. See you. Bye bye. Thanks. <laughs>